0: This is Stay Paid, a sales and marketing podcast on a mission to help you close more deals and retain more business.
1: Welcome to another Silver Dollar episode of Stay Paid. My name is Joshua Stike
0: And I'm Luke A. Kui. i am luke I caught you right mid sip I'm no. sorry about that. <laughs> he literally starts right <laughs> as I'm taking a drink. I'm like, hello, everybody.
1: <laughs> Luke, believe it or not, we are now almost two full years into this remote work world. Mm. And the number of remote workers now exceeds in-house workers, with 58.6% of the total U.S. workforce being considered remote. So that could be partially remote or fully remote. The last time we did an episode on this was July 2020. So we thought it'd be a good time to revisit the topic a little over a year and a half later and discuss what we've learned since then and then update our list with our seven rules
0: for managing a remote. Yeah, team. remote is here to stay. It's the new normal. I want to hear a crazy stat that's trending is people are buying a second home even before they buy a first home now. It's Wait. a trending thing in real estate. You're like, how do you buy a second yeah. home if you don't have a first home? A second home is like a vacation home, a home that you don't live in all year round, but you live in certain so times. where they live. So they're renting where they live and they're buying a home where they want to maybe work for a month virtually or two months. Okay. And then, and I was like, that's crazy. Let's do it. I I literally read that today. I was thinking about that for Florida. We just got (laughs) back from Miami. I was like, maybe we buy a second home, but it's an Airbnb. Yeah. And we lived down there for 2 months and work. Yeah, get rent for Crazy. 9 months. Crazy. But uh, virtuals here months. to stay and we love it. Our company has thrived with it. I would have never. And you're looking at a person that didn't believe in it. Very skeptical. It. I was very, like, very you skeptical. can't work virtually. Yeah. No way.
1: Yeah. And I was wrong. Well, look, it's not a uh it's not something that you do on a whim. It's not something that you do without actual process. <laughs> you do it on a whim if you're, well, if covid comes in. <laughs> we did it on a whim. <laughs> we did it with no process. Doing it successfully on a whim is a lot more challenging. Yeah. Which is why we're doing this podcast. (laughs) Exactly. What did we learn? So we'll start off with rule number one. This one hasn't changed in the last year and a half, but this one is to over communicate.
0: Yes. This is the number one rule of crisis management and PR. It's control the narrative, which means you have to communicate, communicate, communicate. Our biggest failure when we went virtual is we didn't communicate enough. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that we implemented is we do an all staff now. We used to do a quarterly all staff meeting. Now we do a bi-weekly all staff meeting just to get everybody together. But the idea of communication, not only do you have to over-communicate more than what you think, but your communication has to be intentional, almost process driven, which we'll get into as one of the tips. But it's really, really important that you keep people in the loop because everybody's in their kitchens and their local, you know, their living rooms, whatever it is. All the stuff you think people are hearing they're not hearing. Yeah. I think kind of a subset
1: of this or one A of this is to constantly
0: improve your daily check-in.
1: So this is one area where you don't want to stick with something just because it's the way that it's always been done. Consistently look at if you're having a morning check-in with your team, which you need to be doing, that's part of the communication piece of it. What is your daily stand-up actually accomplishing? How can you optimize the input and the participation from the team? And then then how can you make it more valuable? Like, for instance, we just kind of changed up our marketing stand-ups in the morning because we were at this point where, hey, the marketing teams getting bigger. Maybe it's not getting as much value. So instead of doing every morning where the entire marketing team meets, we're now doing a couple days a week where subsets of the teams meet. We're also switching up the formats in a couple of our other different meetings. Like now our editorial meetings are led more from a project management standpoint and kind of led from that perspective. So consistently tweaking things, seeing how that works, getting feedback, from the team, finding out from the team, hey, is this better for you? What What would you like to get out of our morning stand-ups?
0: And then applying that moving a forward. A company blog also becomes a lot more relevant and applicable.
1: Yeah. We well, talked about doing an internal podcast. Yeah. Just, for our, just, just for to have our, updates. Our yeah.
0: I love that idea yeah. of just literally a podcast about for our employees, just for, the employees. for an update. Yeah.
1: And that's something like we can record over Teams. It doesn't have to be highly produced. It can be recorded over Teams.
0: What a cool now. idea because you could interview your head of HR. Yep. You could interview an employee in sales. You could interview, like you could interview and like, hey, what's going on within this department and people could listen to it to find out more and learn more about the company. I love All that. All right. Rule number two. This mm-hmm. one actually came from our COO. I love this. He
1: popped into my <laughs> office this morning. He goes, I got a rule for you. Yeah. Use video <laughs> for your communication. And it's so funny because I told him, I said, well, he worded it as, everyone needs to be on video because how do you communicate effectively when you're in the office? You're not calling people. You're stopping by their desk. You're having meetings in person. It's, yeah. it's so much of communication is facial expressions, yeah. visuals, right? It's like 70% of communication is visual. Uh, so this would be, it, it was funny though. I told him, I said, hey, I just got done listening to a YouTube video for ideas on this. And one of the things that that person was talking about as well, and his company had been working remote, you know, a few years even before COVID was video should always be your primary method of communication followed by audio if video is not possible, followed by chat if neither of the first two are possible, and then the last one should be email because wow. people's email boxes just get slammed. So video, audio, chat, and email would be your method.
0: I have a video. prediction that Mike, our COO, will come in and you know his new rule maybe two years from now will be the metaverse. Everybody say, must say,
1: be in the metaverse what do you guys on think about virtual the virtual conference. <laughs> like, what do you think about the idea of just having avatars?
0: We had a meeting yesterday for ads and we were, we had a whole discussion on, we're just getting, like, getting into more with Instagram ads and Instagram reels and things like that. And I forget if it was Chris or Patrick, one of them brought up, like just wait in two years when we're going to ha- be having a meeting of how we're going to advertise in virtual reality. Yeah, abso- absolutely. It's going to be insane. The tech is unbelievable. If, you, if you're if you not familiar with what's going on in the metaverse, just go Google and YouTube some of the videos. It's amazing. Sure. Like your facial expressions and how that's going to play out on your avatar. It's going to be awesome.
1: All right, I want to run through. I want to get through these. So number three is structure employee engagement. This is one that you brought up in yes. terms of making sure that like you can no longer I don't know, do stuff on
0: the fly. Like you really have to have a plan and a structure
1: I was for how you're anti, employees.
0: I was anti working from home Why? because I'm such an influence driven person. If you look at my disc, I'm such an energy driven person. I like to be around people. I like to hype them up. I like to motivate them. That can't happen the same way virtually. Yeah. So much of people, why they loved our culture is it was just a fun, energetic kind, you know, giving culture. Yeah, people jumping up, banging the gong in the the sales floor, right? High
1: fives going around, music playing constantly.
0: You have to be intentional now. So how do you get intentional about your employee touch points and how you, you know, bring people in so they feel like they are involved, that they're getting things from the company, that they are part of the bigger picture of what's happening. You have to be intentional about those touch points.
1: Make sure that you're systematizing those uh, informal processes or those engagement processes such as a digital suggestion box uh, rewards and perks. Yep. So we implemented like a Grubhub. Uh, we implemented got, like, a-, a... Free Grubhub premium, I think it's called. Yeah. We got uh, the call app. We subscribe everybody to the call app. So it's just, instead of the fact you're not getting like snacks and different kinds of perks while working in the office, we said snacks though. Perks and then sending snack boxes. Around.
0: Yeah, we yeah. send edible arrangements, but mine got left outside so I didn't get it you enjoy did. it. Yeah, the person put it in some weird place. The mailman delivery person put it in some <laughs> weird place. I didn't see it for like five days. But anyways. Five um, days? Yeah, Holy yeah. smokes. <laughs> yeah. There was some stuff growing on that edible Yikes. arrangement. Um, but um, not only that, we put together, and this is, you know, a real thing, like a, an actual committee of employees yes. um, <laughs> that to be involved And they, I mean, they just killed it with our holiday party. That was another good one that Ariel said, have a banger holiday party. (laughs) And we just had a great annual party, but they, you got to get your employees. You can't lead employee engagement from on high. Yeah. We've tried and then have failed. You got to get the people who are actually involved, uh, the actual people that are affected by it, involved in the employee engagement. Absolutely. hundred percent. Number four is going to be, and this is sort of a carryover from
1: last one, but i push it even further and say document even more processes. If you think you have all of your processes documented, uh, you don't have enough documented. Make sure that you're documenting each of those processes, creating a knowledge base that your team members can easily search and find out information, implement a project management system. So if you're not using a CRM that your entire team can use, there's other types of project management systems, but make sure that it works for your type of team. So we have a lot of different people listening to this podcast. It doesn't have to be like a Salesforce. It can be something like we use Rike on our marketing and creative teams, which is a lot more uh, it's it's built for the creative uh, process because it has like an entire review process and a workflow yep. built up for that our um, our IT team though uses JIRA because it's more based off of this idea of of the Scrum workflow where you've yep. got stories, you've got epics, you've got tasks within those stories. So there's different types of management systems that you can use. But absolutely, if you're not already implementing that, make sure that you have something like that. Basecamp is a free one that you can try out. Uh, you can even at the very least get, some, get a Slack account set up or at least you're managing some of those tasks and some of those projects and those chats.
0: Yep, do, document, delegate. That's the process in business. But I will tell you this also, you can't improve and change what you don't track and what you don't measure. You cannot improve, you cannot change what you don't track and what you don't measure. That's a process. So you got to be putting a process in place so you can track it, you can measure it, and you can ultimately improve it. Speaking of measuring, number five is going to be
1: establish and review KPIs weekly. So key performance indicators within your uh, organization and for each member of your team. Make sure that whenever you're creating the KPIs that they are communicated effectively, that... all clarity. The, the biggest struggle with KPIs or managing expectations, right, is lack of clarity. Not fully understanding what is expected. So make sure that you're having those conversations with your team members, asking questions, having them kind of explain back to you. The what is why. expected and the, and the why behind it and then create a structured meeting. How are they doing? What's blocking them from achieving it? Build an improvement plan if they need yes. to be focusing on one particular area to help them get better in that area. It's another system where you may have been used to having these quick, you know, meetings in the hallway or quick meetings in your, in your office with your team members about this stuff. You've got to kind of structure that and make it a little bit more for, formal in this virtual world.
0: Yeah, yeah. It goes back to you can't be efficient. Like you can't and especially in a virtual That's world. You
1: can't be efficient. Yeah, yeah.
0: You can't be fishing out there on the weekends when your business is not efficient. No, but you can't be efficient because in, a, in the virtual world, communication doesn't flow naturally. It has to be everything's driven intentionally. The thing about KPIs to prepare yourself for from the virtual standpoint, and really from all standpoints, is it's very easy for people to feel micromanaged when you implement KPIs in your business. That's why I said get them to repeat back to you the why. There's two things that I think solves micromanagement, or at least the feeling of micromanagement. People understanding the why. Second is people feeling ownership over the KPIs. It's not just a KPI given to them. It's a KPI that they were they understand and they're a part the of and they own it, yeah. the results of it. Yep. And you give people responsibility
1: and ownership, they rise. Yeah, absolutely. Number six is going to be to do the unexpected. So this is kind of a curveball, maybe not a, a super obvious one, but something that you want to do because it can get boring working from home and working by yourself. It gets monotonous if all you're doing is following the tasks and hitting your KPIs and everything. So you're having the same meetings every morning. So do do the unexpected. What I mean by that is switch up your morning meetings every once in a while. I think some of the more yeah. fun times that we've had. Do a Wordle. Is whenever we just, yeah, do a Wordle, which is a new game. If you don't you know, know what that is, now, go f- Google Wordle. Create a little competition <laughs> on who can get the Wordle of the day in the shortest amount of time. But, but um you know, saying like, hey, nobody has to give updates this morning. We're going to do something fun. We're going to do a Kahoot game. So Kahoot.it is a fun little yeah. thing that you can use in the virtual world. Or we're going to do something different. Introducing a game to your weekly standing meetings. We started doing that because in the office, uh, we used to ha- play music all the time. And sometimes people would pick playlists or they would suggest artists and stuff. Well, we can't do that sure. at home. So we would do a game. Uh, I have to give our director of creative services credit for this because she started doing it with her team. And then we started doing it the marketing team where people would submit a song and it would have to do with a theme. And then each week before we had like our marketing project meeting, everyone would guess who submitted what song. That's so awesome. Kind of built I love that. With the team. We did that for a year. And now we switched it up. And mm-hmm. I don't know. What are we doing now?
0: We're doing a bunch of miscellaneous things. Like miscellaneous. last week, it was, who was your favorite childhood crush? That's right. There was like another... Mine was Jennifer Love Hewitt. Jennifer yeah, Love Hewitt, really? Yeah. yeah. Mine was Aaron Carter. In <laughs> a not-so-shocking turn of <laughs> Aaron Carter.
1: <laughs> All right. Number seven, and the last one on our list, is to test, test, test. Don't be afraid to try new things. Yes. Uh, like I mentioned before, part of the testing process is getting feedback, getting input from each of the team members. I love like, uh, again, I'll give another shout out to our director of creative uh, services. Every time after the quarterly meeting, she has the whole team go around in the morning stand up and not only give their update, but say, what did you get out of the quarterly meeting. What did you like from the quarterly meeting? What did you have more questions about? And all that does is create a a valuable feedback loop that you can apply to your communication going forward. Now,
0: I love that. Yep, if you just have open communication, it can solve all problems. Most of the time when things go awry and problems happen, it's because of lack of transparency and lack of open communication. And people see things through the lens that they live in, not through the lens that you live in. And if you can align that, right, and get open communication, you can solve solve all problems.
1: Absolutely. So there you go. There are our seven rules for managing in this remote world. Thank you so much for listening. Head on over to staypaidpodcast.com for the show notes and the video of this episode. You can also see i uh, wearing a hat today for the first time. Wearing a hat. Swag. I'm trying to promote the stay paid swag. Comment like in the it. video if you would like to, you know, get some
0: stay paid swag. Yeah. You can see the nice take action shirt that Josh and I are both wearing. We
1: got shirts. We got sweatshirts. We got hats. Let us know. If you're interested in supporting the show, there's two ways we ask you to do it. First is to head on over to Apple Podcasts, drop a five-star review, and leave a comment to let us know how we're doing. We'll read it here on the show. And the best way to show your support is to tell a friend, share this on your social media. Luke, I recently purchased a DeLorean. Really? Yeah, I bought a DeLorean. You went back to the future. No, no. I, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> I threw off your joke, sorry. No, that's <laughs> I I only drive it from time to time, so I only. Oh. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's good. I like that. I kind of like this. We now have uh, Gabrielle and Ryan <laughs> listening into the podcast, so I can see their reactions
0: as well. Okay. I only drive it from time to time. Exactly. Yeah, trying to win this. This is our first dad joke of twenty twenty two.
1: If you want to get a hold of me or Luke, you can email us at podcast at remindermedia.com. And of course, you can find us on Instagram. We are at Stay Paid Podcast. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Steik.
0: Guys, I'm Luke Acre. Here's your action item, right? Because not everybody who listens to this is probably remote or doing virtual, but all of us interact remotely. I think a great action item that you can literally do today is implement that tip of doing the unexpected because that really will apply to wherever you're at in your business. So think about, the, and I'm specifically thinking about your team members. And if you have nobody that works with you, I bet you have partners that help you in your business. Do something unexpected for them today like buy them some coffee and bring it to them, call them out of the blue, do something unexpected. Trust me, that can change the energy, which energy ultimately controls your action and what your results are going to be. The difference between top producers and mediocre producers in every single business is top producers take action. Take action on that today.